common sense advice for life. Let's chat. Now, here's Will Kesley and Tony Peck. Welcome back to Let's Chat with Will and Tony. And we're talking about things in life that will make sense. It's been, it's kind of an interesting show today because we're asking people to kind of just think of their life for a minute and decide what pieces of it are working and which pieces aren't. Yeah, and hold on tightly to those things that are working and just get rid of the things that are not. I will tell you. Life's too short to to hold on to these things that just baggage, right? Everything that is a virtue, hang on to until you understand it enough that you want to adapt it. Like, for example, don't steal. I don't care who you are. You may think, well, I think I'm allowed to steal because after all, I've never (laughs) seen people that steal that are happy. Keep fidelity in your marriage. If if you're not happy in your marriage, then get divorced. Yeah, don't. Don't I, I go don't, off on the, you know, break your I, I covenant with your wife. I don't advocate that one. Well, it's, I don't like how it's going, so it's not convenient anymore. I mean, that's not what I'm advocating. What I'm advocating is do things based on a virtue. Yes. Right? Don't go just, well, I'm going to just go cheat on my, my, my spouse because that's the way uh, I'm going to. That, that, you'll never feel good about yourself. You'll never feel virtue in yourself. And in fact, it'll water down who you are at night when you look at yourself in the mirror. It'll water down the self-esteem and you'll look at yourself and You'll be, become a worse person for it. You're not going to gain anything from it. It's just the rules. So I think that's an interesting thing to talk about, about that idea of, hey, if you're in an unhappy marriage. Do something about it. Own it. Mm-hmm. Even if you, you means- pursue the divorce, you at least keep your personal virtue that I'm not going to break my promise to this person mm-hmm. until... I've date, I've formally something. severed that promise with the person through a, a formal divorce. Have a standard right? and stay by it. I stuck to my standard. I I promised this person, you know, love and fidelity, and and you stick with that until that's not there anymore. So you the don't point, just like try and keep it in place and while you go get all the, your other things you're missing in your life on the oh, backside, yeah. right? Because the key is there's honorability in the way we do everything, including separating in a in a marriage. And um, I, I would rather you work through hard things and get to the other end of hard things. We find those are the relationships that really thrive yeah. when two people commit to the commitment they made to be married. Notwithstanding, there are reasons that, that some people should be divorced. That's for a different show. But the idea yeah. is, is don't be an idiot in the middle of it and think you're going to find happiness by going and getting a different relationship on the side. Going and being dishonorable. I right. love that word honor. Yeah. Because you think of that word and it, it inspires a lot of stuff in your mind about, yeah. you know, Upholding your commitments, right. virtue, honesty, you know, it, it kind of. So if you're at a place right now, you're thinking, so, maybe I want to go just, I would caution you heavily. I never met anyone who comes in and says, yeah, I went and cheated on my spouse and I feel really good about that. They usually are sick because they realize more importantly, all the things they've broken, but they've also broken a commitment to their own heart. Yeah. They made at one point that now they've decided to break. It's like you did, you said earlier, they eroded their own self-confidence confidence and self-worth and self-worth let's talk about going to mexico yeah mexico so i have this rule <laughs> okay in marriage one of the uh, one of the cautions we give in marriage is that people get married because they love each other they want to be together want to spend time together they can't wait to just do fun things together and then they get married and stop doing them yeah it's and one of the it's one of the common causes that things one fall of the apart top five reasons people fall apart in marriage and then kids come in and they become important and, and I, I get it and jobs become important however I'm a super fan of saying, if you stop dating after you're married, you're going to fail at marriage. Correct. Keep doing what you did when you fell in love. Absolutely. And that means you got to go be silly. I mean, you go park your car somewhere. Just go be silly. It's okay. 
That's why so, we got married. Go make out on the hill again. It's it's a part of the fun of being married. Yeah, now, and I think you mentioned this on oh, probably a year ago when we started this. We had a show where you talked about um, the ratio between positives and negatives. Yeah. When you're first dating, it's, all positive. it's like all positives. It's like 20 to 1 positive comments to negative. And then by the time you're five years in, it's flip-flopped where it's, you know. 20 negative comments 20 to negative, each other. negative comments to anyone positive. And I'm like a huge proponent of that is stay positive. Stay in your marriage and your relationship and focus on that. Because you might you might have this thought where, oh, hey, you know, well, I got kids. I got to focus on the kids. Like, I got to spend all the time. They got kids. And I would say one of the secrets to healthy kids is by maintaining a healthy relationship with your spouse. And when the kids see right? mom and dad are doing things they did to stay in love. Yeah, because what is and, it going to teach the kid? Oh, I need to do that. I need to focus I on that see relationship. How this works. Right. This relationship between mom and dad is healthy. They're in love, and it gives that stability to them. This right? is why you need to keep dating. Uh, my wife and I, we have a standing date every week. We try to make that every week, and uh, we try to be flexible because sometimes you know things happen, but if we don't, we make it up at other times. And sometimes that, that may be we got in the car and we went down the street and we came back. We just took time away. Now, yep. when we were newly married, we had kids. We still went on trips together without the kids. Like I did. Like you just did. That's what That's I want to right. talk about. How hard was that for you? It was tough. You it's know, tough, so, um, yeah, just to get a little personal here, um, I have one of my sons has, um, and he's still fairly young, has uh, type one diabetes. So anybody who's had a family member or something with type one, you're connected to them a lot, especially if they're a young kid, because it can go bad real quick. It can go bad quick. Right. And you need to, you know, count their carbs and, you know, be with them and help them with the way they dose themselves and stuff to, to keep them alive. Right. Right? Goes in, dosing goes in. So, so my son was diagnosed, uh, something like seven years ago. My wife would know the exact day. Um, I'm less good at that, but Anyway, approximately seven years ago. So for the last seven years, we haven't really had the chance to get away. And because we've it's been- scary. Who do you trust him yeah, with? Yeah, who do you trust? He's too your young son to do it on his own, yeah. So it came into this year, and we were coming up on our 25th year anniversary, and my son's older, and he's he's pretty capable. And we have a lot of the great, wonderful technology out there that's for type 1 diabetics. And and so we made the decisions like, hey, we're going to go invest in us, this trip to Mexico. Yeah. But it was tough. It was tough on on me. It's tough on my wife to say, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna set it up and we're gonna pull away and and go to Mexico and let my it's son, hard, you know, hard hard to do, isn't it? My teenage son to like do it himself. Now he's proven he can do it himself. We just are, right? You know, you're worried about you're worried it, about right? It. <laughs> your parents, your parents. It's okay. And and so we set up all the schedules. We had backup plans and people in the community that are also diabetic that we know could help him and all this stuff. So we set it up because of how important we felt it was that we got away and had some one-on-one time and did some fun thing as Camille and I. So heavily calculated, very difficult to do, emotionally difficult. But worth it. But but you did it. Yes. And let me tell you this, interesting. So in the middle of the week, um, my son had a, a... they call it a site. It's a site that they put on their arm that they're the in- insulin pump okay. that pumps the insulin in their body. Well, that one went bad. It wasn't working. And my son had never, you know, actually done that operation, that, uh, that process by himself. And so we got on FaceTime, <laughs> you know, FaceTimed him 
And my wife was able to step him through doing that site change all by himself. Now, we had other neighbors we could have called upon if we would have had You had to. a whole system in play. It wasn't we, like you were just abandoning a yeah, child. <laughs> but we had the system, but we allowed him to go and do his whole site change, and it worked out great. He did it perfect and got him, got him back, you know, getting insulin and yeah, stuff. I'm going to hold you back. You just said something. We allowed him <laughs> the opportunity yeah. to grow to a new level of independency, didn't you? Correct. And that's what I, that's the exact point I was going to make is he, he did it by himself. We didn't call the, you know, the Calvary in, Mm -hmm. let him do it by himself. He did it. It worked great. And, you know, I haven't had a, I only got back a couple days ago, so I haven't had a chance to really talk to him about it, but I could tell that emotionally it was like a step in his progression. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, wait a second. How hard was this for your wife? I am independent. It was extremely hard for my wife. Yeah, this is the reason I'm going to bring that. Thank you for being candid and open yeah. about it because this is how it, it really is. It's not that, oh, we're just going to get up and it no, is it was difficult. tough. It, it was like weeks and weeks of prep <laughs> to right. get ourselves mentally to the state to go. But you took the prep. How often do I hear, though, one spouse or the other will not leave because I can't leave my kids? I can't this, I can't that, I can't this, I can't that. And what I want, it, what I want you to take a minute back and step back and say, maybe you can't. Maybe you can put some prep in place. Maybe you can get some other people around to help you. Maybe we just need to add a little more. This isn't about being Rambo. This isn't about being irresponsible children. Yeah, not just walking away from a man. I would never do that, which we didn't, right? This is about commitment to the marriage and understanding that mom and dad need mom and dad time too. And when you don't give mom and dad time, you forget that each other's number one. It starts to erode your marriage, which doesn't help your family. So we think we're helping family. By by not. By being there for them. Yeah. And what you're not, you're not doing is showing them that the two of the stronger, the two of you are the better. So if you're contemplating this, I want you to seriously contemplate when's the last time you went and spent some time together. When's the last time you went on a date? When was the last time you just went silly, went silly, had a conversation. That's not about the business of life, right? Right. Just go have a conversation about some random topic and spend the night together. Just enjoying each other. You got married because you enjoyed being with each other. Now we stop. It would be great to add that back in. Absolutely. It could be stressful. It can be stressful. But the better you, more you do it, the easier it gets and the stronger your children will get as well. Yeah. And that, that's what I was going to highlight is it actually improves your children when they see that healthy relationship between mom and dad and they see the commitment that we put through. And I, I, I loved what you said earlier about it wasn't like we were just going, hey, you know, I'm abandoning you. It's abandoning all about mom and, and I. There's no preps. You know, we mm-hmm. had layers of, right. of, you know, contingency plans there so that it was safe. But it was a safe environment to let them experience independence. And to have the chance. And to, and to have mm-hmm. the chance to prove the trust. And my older son, who's a, a junior in high school, it was his chance to kind of be there and do the home chores and, and take care of his younger brother. And it was great for him what, too. So it was actually really good all around with the right preparations. I love it. Many times we see this with kids that are younger. It's hard. You know, you got to get somebody that can babysit. You got to yep. be able to trust the babysitter and or the neighbor because there's some things that happen. But there comes a place when you have to get from the fear to a calculated decision to make some commitments. And I can tell you, kids sometimes get really nervous when kids leave. And so we don't we don't ever like sneak out on them. Let them yeah. mommy and daddy are going out on a date. We'll be back in a couple hours. We love you. Great to see you. And it may be hard the first few times you do this. But after a while, they're going to learn to trust. Mom and dad can go yeah. and they still come home. And that's a confidence that your children will gain that you cannot teach except by that experience. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Now, now the prep started years ago, by the way. 
you know, for the last number of years, we haven't gone out of the country. I mean, this was a big trip down to Mexico. We were out of the country. But what we'd been doing for the last five or six years is we started with, hey, we're, we're going to be gone tonight on a date. Then it turned into, hey, you know, we're going to be gone over at the hotel across the, you know, across town. If you mm-hmm. really need us, call us and we'll be there in like 10 minutes, right? right. And it slowly, we built up this confidence in, in the situation that we had to deal with as a couple. Um, we built this confidence, Ken, so that we could at one point do what we did last week and, and go to Mexico. So it was awesome. And it was good for the kids, good for us. It was great. Proud of you, Tony. Well, there you go. And, and of your wife. Because no, I mean, I, it's really hard sometimes. It was wise. harder for her. You know, I'm a yellow. We talk about people code all the time. I'm a yellow. I'm fun. It's like, You're I'm good. I'm the semi irresponsible one. I'm, ah, they'll <laughs> be fine, right? But my wife, your wife she, she's blue. So she really wants to make sure the kids are taken care of, which is admirable, right? I but, love it. That's what I love about her. But what I'm hearing is she took it on like a champ. She did. And she, I'm, she's the one I'm proud of because yeah. she, she allowed the kids to have that growth experience and, you know, so now that showed me her love and devotion to me. And it was great. It was now, that awesome. now that it's over, was it worth it? Oh, yeah. It was, it, Cheats and Eats is a great place. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention all the fun, great conversations we had during the week of spending an entire week together without the kids. It's, That's just you. It was awesome. And by the way, it can be stressful because if your marriage is based around the children and all you is talk about the children, you'll get away and you have like, what do we even talk about? Yeah, you have to relearn each other. That's okay. That's the idea. That's the point. That's the point we want to encourage you. Okay. When we come back, I want to give you some ideas on hmm, how to get past the stressors of life. Right? The headaches of life. It's just as we close the show, I don't I I got a couple ideas I want you to kind of play with. Okay. I always like to leave the show with a couple of things like here's four or five things we can do to find a new value in life. Oh. If life's holding you back, if you feel like you're overburdened, you got stressors, you got headaches, you look at the future and go, geez, this is my life. Yeah. Yeah, let's give you some ideas. All right. Cool. Like let's do it. All right. Got to take a quick break. We'll be back. So let's chat with Will and Tony on News Talk 1079. Back in a couple.